Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Today about the shutdown, the effects of the shutdown, some of the economics uh, involved in the uh, Trump administration from the National Association of Business Economists. Incidentally, reminding you that we have a numbers man presentation that is our economics uh, program. Uh, you can find it on the Boston Red Network and WBRN radio also. And we're working on an open source report. These little programming notes here. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, kickoff of Carmen uh, Harris. She's the senator from uh, California. She kicked her campaign off in Oakland, California. We'll listen to a little bit of it. We'll not have the talk shows here, but we'll kind of skip around a little. We'll start out with the national anthem, a little bit of it at least. California. 
where she served as a state's attorney or attorney there. over an hour long event so uh, we just love downtown Oakland over 20,000 people were at this event here's Karma Harris uh, of uh, Oakland Oakland are we proud that we are Kamala Harris's hometown? I'm sorry, this is not Kamala Harris. Somebody are we Kamala proud Harris. that this is where she launched her career as a fighter for justice? And I know that Oakland is proud that she is our kind of leader because she has got those Oakland progressive values and a vision of inclusion that includes everybody, no matter your identity, no matter your background. <laughs> Oakland is where Kamala Harris started her career fighting for the people. She was one of the earliest leaders to fight human trafficking and to invest in re-entry. She was one of the earliest... We'll move from this. We're sort of moving on here. Her slogan, uh, Kamala Harris uh, for the people. And... was launched on a Sunday. Let's see if we can find the people here. Carla Harris finally. I had read earlier that this is just a uh, few blocks from where she grew up and about a mile from where she was the uh, state's attorney. In other words, the prosecutor uh, type. Okay. <laughs> and we'll listen to about a minute or two of this. Karma Harris evidently had a long journey from Oakland to the Attorney General in California and the U.S. From California, she's um, a graduate Let me start. I want to thank Libby Howard Schaff, University the great mayor of the city of Oakland. Can we hear for Libby? And that incredible introduction and our long-standing friendship. You know, our mothers were friends together also here in Oakland, and I can't thank you, Libby, enough for your leadership and your friendship. So here we are, here we are, <laughs> here we are. Well, let me tell you, 
I am so proud to be a daughter of Oakland, California. And as most of you know, I was born just up the road at Kaiser Hospital. <laughs> and it was just a few miles away that my parents first met as graduate students at UC Berkeley. where they were active in the civil rights movement. And they were born half a world apart from each other. My father, Donald, came from Jamaica to study economics. My mother, Shamala, came from India to study the science of fighting disease. They came here in pursuit of more than just knowledge. Like so many others, they came in pursuit of a dream. And that dream was a dream for themselves, for me, and for my sister Maya. As children growing up here in the East Bay, we were raised by a community with a deep belief in the promise of our country and a deep understanding of the parts of that promise that still remain unfulfilled. We were raised in a community where we were taught to see a world beyond just ourselves, to be conscious and compassionate about the struggles of all people. We were raised to believe public service is a noble cause and the fight for justice is everyone's responsibility. In fact, my mother used to say, don't sit around and complain about things, do something. And basically, I think she was basically saying, you've got to get up and stand up and don't give up the fight. <laughs> and it is this deep-rooted belief that inspired me to become a lawyer, and a prosecutor. It was just a couple of blocks from this very spot, nearly 30 years ago, as a young district attorney, I walked into the courtroom for the first time and said the five words that would guide my life's work. Kamala Harris for the people. justice system was deeply flawed, but I also knew the profound impact law enforcement has on people's lives and its responsibility to give them safety and dignity. I knew I wanted to protect people, and I knew that the people in our society who are most often targeted by predators are also most often the voiceless and vulnerable. I believe
And on that point, and on that point, I believed, and on that point, I believed then, as I do now, no one should be left to fight alone. Carmela Harris, uh, her announcement, uh, the president of the U.S. Now, her announcement's a little bit different from Elizabeth Warren, who has an exploratory uh, committee out there. And uh, she is exploring, but uh, she also has better recognition than Carmela Harris. Carmela Harris trying to separate herself from being a prosecutor, some would say a persecutor, in Oakland, California trying to uh, put it in the best light as uh, the criminal justice system being uh, protectors of the people. In more of a situation that Elizabeth Warren is in, uh, in terms of uh, predatory lenders, etc. Now, we didn't hear the whole speech, but uh, once again, her situation is a little bit different, and if you notice, she framed it in terms of her uh, diversity within a background, her mother being from India, because a lot of Indians are voting out there, and a father uh, from a Jamaica. But uh, and there's some of that. But uh, primarily, as an African American, she is a graduate of Howard uh, of Howard University, excuse me, and uh, <coughs> she her parents went to Berkeley. The roots are in. In Northern California, in Oakland, and in Berkeley, father being an economist, mother being a researcher. So thus, that is her uh, background, her background there in Oakland, uh, that she's culturally uh, attuned to the African American community, and uh, some of the things that she is presenting there. Now, as far as people that are running, uh, there's Twitter King Booker. Uh, the uh, senator from uh, New Jersey. And he was in South Carolina uh, trying to get as many African-American votes as possible. Uh, South Carolina is a state that has the Democratic Party there is a party of the uh, followers of O.J. Simpson. Over 40% of that party in uh, South Carolina. So when you start looking at uh, some of the uh, primary caucuses start out in Iowa, there will be basically four or five seats out of Iowa. Uh, we look at uh, our own uh, Bernie uh, Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. And we don't know uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke has been touring the U.S. Uh, basically by himself doing uh, groups, a uh, listening uh, tour of his own, a different type of campaign. He would do well in Iowa. And then you have Amy Klobuchar from uh, Minnesota. A border state there that probably will have one of the uh, four or five seats out of uh, Iowa. And then we move on to New Hampshire. That is New England. Elizabeth Warren is there, better known than some of the others. Who else will be there? There are a lot of other candidates uh, running. The fellow out of South Bend, Indiana there, he's running for vice president. Then you have Julian Castro out of uh San Antonio, uh, Texas, uh, one that's been around. But this Karma Harris, Donna Brazil was casting her as a Hillary Clinton type. Not a good way to be cast. 
she's been criticized as a corporate type. Of course, you get to Twitter King Booker, who has a following amongst so-called liberals. going to be an interesting contest there as to how much room these candidates have when you leave these early uh, primary states. And she goes into South Carolina. Of course, she has networking with African uh, fraternities, which will help her in uh, places like South Carolina and in the South. Very similar to what Hillary Clinton done. But the difference there, of course, now is California, where Hillary Clinton did uh, well, robbed Bernie of some of the votes in California. But that primary will be earlier. And Karma Harris ex- uh, will do extremely well in uh, California and some of the uh, largest states. So it's going to be a very interesting contest. Now, with uh, Beto O'Rourke in there, a man that appeals to the common uh, person, it's going to be an interesting contest if he, in fact, comes in. And Elizabeth Warren, she's staking out territory already. She's been in uh, in Iowa and in uh, New Hampshire. She will no doubt go to South Carolina, but right now Bernie is there trying to do what he can do. And uh, Twitter King Booker, it's going to be very, very crowded. So depending on, we've seen some early polling there. Joe Biden, we don't want to forget Joe Biden. He's has the most name recognition. But back to our uh, article here, and we'll leave this and go uh, to E.J. Dion. This is uh, from the Los Angeles uh, Times. Uh, Mason and, uh, let's see, uh, Burbank. Mark Burbank and uh, Melinda uh, Mason. Before Karma Harris' campaign launched on Sunday uh, for her uh, nascent uh, 2020 bid, had already hit uh, full uh, gallop, as they call it. Interesting story there. She was on Good Morning America uh, and self-reported a seven-figure fundraiser. Well, we've seen some of her fundraisers there. In fact, we had to disband her fundraisers. Anyway, from fast start, uh, stroke to perception, that she's just not an elite candidate, but amongst the Democratic uh, first runners, a designation has been loaded with uh, both uh, upside and uh, danger in the very early stages of presidential jockeying. And California's senator, her campaign strategists aren't yet declaring her the uh, favorite, but uh, her her day-long uh, debut and crafted for maximum impact. There's no doubt about that. This is what you do. This is from Mike Murphy. He's a Republican strategist with extensive experience uh, in uh, candidate rollout. Rollout, excuse me. You announce, uh, then you try to create a measure of success. No doubt, if you have 20,000 people out there, that's a measure of success to get the press to write you as a front runner. Harris's uh, political uh, celebrity was evident uh, at the uh, Sunkist rally there in Oakland. And it was live uh, nationwide coverage on uh, some of the uh, cable networks, which also was uh, National Hockey League weekend. Anyway, she used her 30 minutes of remarks to lay out a liberal agenda calling for uh, expanded access to health care, preschool, and a college education above all to... to uh, invert uh, against, uh, to invest against the uh, uh, D.J. Trump in the direction he's led the country. 
we are now at an infection point in the history of our world, Harris said, looking at the uh, multi-ethnic sea of listeners on the steps of the Oakland City Hall. We are here um, because the American dream and our American democracy are under attack and of the lines uh, like never before. The front runner, she's 54 years old. Uh, I think we talked about that. Go to Joe Biden and, of course, to Senator Bernie uh, Sanders, both of whom are weighing their own uh, bids. Anita Dunn, and she was uh, in the Obama campaign, and she was one time with Hillary Clinton, said while she wouldn't have considered any one candidate front right at this point. Harris is, uh, in uh, the last week, proved she belongs to the top tier. They're already tearing up people here. Uh, She is uh, two years into her first term uh, as a Democrat to beat. One uh, could make a a compelling argument that she is a front-runner out of the gate. That's from uh, Dan uh, Pfeiffer. He was uh, the communications director uh, for uh, Barack Obama. He said on Twitter, statements was echoed by uh, Rachel uh, Muldrow on the... uh, MSNBC uh, there. I uh, will uh, just say honestly, I think there's a good chance that you're going to win the nomination. Anyway, that's strange. Uh, She visited uh, South Carolina, her first trip in the early primary since formally entering the race during a warm reception. We talked about this uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha as an African-American sorority. She joined at uh, Howard University. This does not hurt her. But in some of the more activist states, it doesn't exactly compel her out there as a state's attorney. Uh, Harris's record as a Bay Area prosecutor and California Attorney General has already produced a a backlash among some Democrats who accuse her of being uh, overly aggressive and contributed to mass incarceration of young African-Americans. So this is a kind of an interesting situation, the way this is laid out. They mentioned Walter Mondale, uh, uh, Brother Kerry, and Hillary Clinton, all wearing a serious upstart opposition from Gary Hart. Well, Gary Hart was around for a short period of time. Howard Dean imploded, and Bernie Sanders was wrong. He hung on... Uh, to eventually win the nomination. This is kind of interesting how they are uh, featuring her. For Harris, uh, Dunn, uh, the question for Harris, Dunn said, is how she builds her campaign's strong beginning. Her strategies are uh, prepared for uh, a, a momentum to ebb and flow as the race progresses. The high-octane start means to convey energy around the candidate, uh, will likely downside pacing Harris to complete the marathon. Well, this is interesting. Harris is not evidently, I've not heard her speak, uh, heard her doing some questioning. She's a, she's a good speaker as far as speakers are concerned. Uh, sort of uh, along the line of Hillary Clinton, perhaps a little more exciting than Hillary uh, Clinton is. Probably not the policy wrong that Hillary Clinton uh, is around there, and uh, Hillary Clinton is a, is a name uh, we don't forget, because that monster could be hiding somewhere. 
And she has a tendency to slip out, as they say, uh, the box. We'll start this off now with E.J. Dion. We usually have him once a week. The real wall is between conservatism and fresh ideas. It's kind of an interesting situation there, putting forth uh, fresh ideas. Where are the fresh ideas? Let me just start this up. I, I think I'll pins this. The contest for 2020 Democratic uh, presidential nominations seems uh, to have uh, little relation to the madness that engulfed the uh, nation's capital over the government shutdown. But there is a much closer relationship between Washington's meltdown and the campaign than you might think. You also hear lots about Democrats veering left. Uh, you know, we've heard lots about that. This, uh, too, uh, misses the point. What we're actually seeing is a shift in the intellectual energy of American politics. This is a, uh, is a lesson of the disarray in the Republican Party and the ultimate uh, capitulation, and we've seen some from the monopoly press, of uh, President uh, D.J. Trump in uh, the shutdown fight that he initiated Trump's decision to close the government in a uh, vain pursuit of an essentially meaningless goal showed a party and an, ideolo uh, an ideological movement lost in the wilderness. Well, the whole scheme is in the wilderness in itself. We are actually seeing a shift in the intellectual energy of American politics. The uh, This is the lesson of disarray in the Republican Party. And, oh, oops, sorry about that, rereading that. I don't have it on teleprompter tonight. The Trump's rise itself was a symptom of this uh, uh, traditional conservative uh, nursing of tax... Uh, cuts uh, for the best off and business friendly deregulations were not uh, answering the need of less affluent Republicans uh, frustrated they embraced uh, Trump's uh, nationalism and protectionism along uh, in uh, many cases with his radicalized appeal they also noticed that Trump uh, defended key social uh, insurance programs such as uh, Social Security, Medicare, which uh, serves an aging Republican base. There's no doubt about this. And President Trump has uh, stuck resolutely to old conservatism with corporate tax cuts being his major achievement. That's something they've talked about in tax cuts in general. His administration is, is a country of... Uh, Millionaires and billionaires whose insensitivity to shut down victims suggest a worldview inspired by the French Bourbons. That's kind of interesting. You're not the prairie populace. Well, no doubt about that. Uh, the jet set, or whatever you want to call them, people that hang around Palm Beach, uh, Florida, and uh, Palm Springs, California, the Koch brothers, Koch brothers come to mind. In the meantime, liberals and the left have absorbed the key lessons from Trump's insurgency. One of them is uh, that uh, the progressive movement is uh, seen as uh, speaking uh, primarily for affluent uh, metropolitan areas will uh, never command a doable majority. Another is that there's room uh, for uh, broader uh, political thinking given the uh, disconnect in the country with uneven shared. Uh, on evenly, sorry about that, shared economic growth. 
There's been a lot of talk about that, uh, but when you talk about uh, elite uh, metropolitan areas, well, for example, we'll give New York. Yes, there's been this uh, goal uh, from uh, Los Angeles uh, to uh, Seattle, the smallest city, to uh, to Boston, to New York, to create much more of an elite uh, enclave, no doubt about it. And that has uh, risen in many cities in the forms of higher real estate uh, prices. You can go to a place like Nashville, uh, Tennessee, or uh, or other places. Uh, in uh, Well, we don't want to get tourist travel like Mama, Florida. But um, we uh, go to, oh, well, let's stand in places like Cleveland. But let's go to a working class uh, enclave like Chicago. Higher uh, prices of real estate there, higher rents, etc., and all of these cities have tried to redo their urban and downtown areas into these elite enclaves. Now, that's a different situation. That there are better jobs, better education opportunities there, and fewer people of color. And also, at the same time, the working class uh, in many of these cities have been relegated to the suburbs and uh, more than likely the extraburbs. And then, of course, we have the rural population out there that's just been relegated. D.J. Trump uh, played to that population. And why did he do this? Simple reason you have the Idahos and North South Dakotas of the world. These rural territories, they all have two senators. So you get those. Uh, very easy to do that. And singing the song, Rally Around the Flag, uh, Boys and Girls, Rally Around the Flag. Same thing as Kamala Harris did with her, her kickoff. So in other words, there's no difference. There's similarities there. With E.J. Dionne being the classic liberal, and there's this idea, well, we bring in through a, a few uh, Clinton-esque type uh, Democrats here, and we kind of rebalance the scale, rebalance the, some of the thinking. But is it a rebalance of the thinking? If we look at uh, an issue now, uh, Venezuela, and the, Bolivar- and, and the Bolivarian uh, Revolution there, and the nations that have lined up, the old Wilson-type uh, foreign policy. We have uh, France, who is in turmoil. We have the U.K., which has Brasics, and they're in turmoil. D.J. Trump had a shutdown. Uh, Commandante uh, Mundros is uh, correct about this. All these characters are on the edge themselves. And this is a little different from Republican orthodoxy. What we have here is a different situation. The global situation is such, and particularly with these industrial capitalist powers, they're all on the edge. And then you hear the quote-unquote R-word popping up in the U.S. here. So in other words, the uh, sea is rough. But the Democrats, uh, we have, uh, well, let's get the Republicans first, Marco Vegas Rubio, and then we have a Democrat uh, uh, like Senator Mendez, he escaped his indictment out of New Jersey. All these characters are coming out uh, for the uh, Trump administration's policy on the coup, and that's all it is, in uh, Venezuela. Let me finish this up here. What uh, is interpreted as a leftward uh, lunch could uh, be better seen as an effort to pull the entire politic- political spectrum away from uh, the premise that has dominated American politics, and this is kind of interesting here, uh, since uh, Reagan. These uh, 
gravitational pulls. Uh, extended gravitational pulls on Obama, uh, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. Well, I would separate those presidencies there. But yes, and part of this was the fear of the Democratic Party to move to truly, as the late great Jerry Pippen called it, the center. Barack Obama's administration at one time uh, would have been a old timers like Jerry as a uh, prototype of I Like Ike, the 50s, pretty much. In other words, uh, Eisenhower had a moderate administration. Barack Obama had a moderate administration. Of course, obviously, difference. The Civil Rights uh, uh, Act had been uh, passed by Lyndon Johnson. But it was not a Lyndon Johnson activist administration. You couldn't compare the two at all. Not even with Jimmy Carter, which Jimmy Carter was seen as a moderate at the time. That was before Reagan. This, all of this has changed. And Bill Clinton being a um, center, uh, a centrist type person, you could say center uh, right. And this is one of the things we, uh, warning signs about uh, Karma Harris uh, coming up here. Presidential candidates, those thinking of running over Democratic politicians, are also responding to the party's vacuum on the right, embodied uh, by the uh, shutdown of a. Uh, Symbol for starters, uh, supply side economics is yesterday. Well, they tried it here, and we'll get to it in a minute here. Uh, there is a room to talk about uh, the wealth tax proposed by Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren is no doubt the champion of economic reform, and uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, middle class and working class uh, tax cut. That's uh, where Kamara Harris uh, came in there. And Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York has inspired serious debate uh, on a measure a few years ago about a 70% tax on people that make over $10 million. Very few of those running around the U.S. here. And then we have Sharon Brown out of uh, Ohio, the dignity of work. He's running for vice president, uh, making a case for the priority of uh, labor over capital. Then we have um, this guy, uh, Peter, I can't pronounce his name, Bussingard or something out of South Bend, Indiana, to reclaim the concept of freedom. Oh, well. And Kristen Gillibrand, we won't forget about Kristen Gillibrand. She's from upstate New York making a universal uh, paid uh, family leave, a centerpiece for her presidential candidate, and uh, poor Julian Castro, who couldn't get his rollout rolling out. During Jimmy Carter's administration in uh, the late 70s, conservatives launched an intellectual revolution that uh, left liberals gasping for breath and, and uh, helped create uh, the presidency of uh, Reagan. They did this because they had the resources and also the time uh, and uh, the intellectual, uh, I won't say intellectual dexterity, I'll say the cunning dexterity to bring it uh, forward. And then came the lies, uh, now called fake media, but it was around at that time also. And uh, appealing to the native, nativist uh, element in American politics. Now it's much more pronounced. We just have nationalism, fascism in the White House and forget about it. But this tells you the desperate situation that industrial capitalism is in. This is why you see the Karma Harris's out there. As uh, Jesse, as Barack Obama would say, trying to bamboozle people, and I notice a lot of these characters here trying to push this scheme over there. Uh, we'll see how it uh, succeeds. Now let's move on here 
check the time here, so we're running a little. Oh, we're not doing too badly. Uh, let's see, we're shut down uh, is over. Some uh, federal workers still can't afford diapers as they wait for their pay. This is pathetic. Partial government, uh, well, probably the word part. This is incidentally the uh, Washington Post. Uh, Matt's a small group, including a thousand of diapers off a truck. That's at Regan Airport. Sunday morning, uh, donations that aim to help the Transportation Security Administration workers and others who have not received a paycheck. Federal workers uh, will likely have to wait until uh, late next week to get paid after missing uh, two paychecks in January. The pause in cash flow has left many relying on uh, food banks, unable to afford life's basic necessities, including diapers. Oh, boy. Tampons, max pads, and other adult uh, continuous uh, products. Hmm. Oh boy. At least 20 uh, diaper banks across the country have provided diapers and various other feminine supplies. It calls here diaper banks started to receive calls for help in mid January. The uh, entries became more and more uh, desperate uh, the longer the shutdown was on. Well, it's more than just people involved in the uh, shutdown that need diapers. Greater D.C. Diaper Bank, I'd never heard of that. Babies need uh, diapers now. Women need uh, things for their periods. This is pathetic. It's really good. Cannon and others uh, from the Diaper Bank uh, spent Sunday morning driving to the region's free airports, that's uh, National, Dallas, and so forth. They delivered more than 45,000 diapers, uh, to uh, um, 21,000 period products, and oh, yeah, and inconsequent uh, products, in other words, uh, so the urine will not flow. Uh, last week, uh, the organization gave more than 40,000 diapers, and yeah, we won't even get into this, to federal uh, workers and members of the Coast Guard. I mean, this is pathetic. This is just terrible. I can't even read any more of this. Uh, this is beyond uh, the Diaper Bank of North Carolina. I think they used to include uh, diapers at uh, food shelves, but not have exclusive diaper banks. Well, we went to a new low here. Now, this is uh, from uh, the federal contractors that uh, was still held hostage here. tells a story of an, an individual that uh, graduated from... Uh, Howard University, uh, Howard University, uh, and uh, one of these uh, $7,000 a month of medications for multiple sclerosis. Uh, the person hadn't been able to get it. Morgan called a boss. This is the president of Unispec uh, Enterprises. This is the Harvard character. Uh, and told her that uh, the shutdown had left him unable to pay the uh, premiums, uh, all uh, Soon, all 75 uh, workers from this Unispec technical writers, data analysis, and economists, most of whom have their coverage through the uh, firm, I would learn of the lapse in the email. Wesley uh, uh, McCure is the founder and president uh, there of this. Uh, and the shutdown, Morgan 62 is reporting back to her job on Monday as administrative uh, planner for pipeline and hazardous waste safety administration. This is unfortunate. This in itself is a outsourced job. 
but uh, the uh, Mao maker of uh, reopening uh, the Mao market, excuse me, reopening federal offices, uh, believes the continual uh, suffering and long-term financial damages of the allegiance of federal contractors who lost wages uh, may never be reimbursed. In the case of uh, Unispect, uh, health insurance remains in limbo. How the shutdown has so quickly shredded the personal safety net of Unispect's uh, workers reflects uh, the razor-thin profit margin on settled nature of, the, of business uh, for uh, government contracting firms and their workers. Something to know. Unlike the 800,000-plus uh, government workers who have been promised a back pay, one solution to this, and Congress should look at this immediately since they created this monster of uh, reimbursing these uh, contractors and taking some of the funds away from that so-called wall and put it in a special fund so they can get these people paid. Unispec uh, cannot pay its uh, workers until it uh, has billed the federal government and received uh, payments for the work. They can expedite this work. In fact, old DJ Trump can sign it in order to do it. It should take another four weeks, February 28, before Morgan is eligible to receive a complete paycheck, uh, McCure uh, uh, said. And the government's temporary reopening... Uh, there's no certainty. Uh, Trump has set a deadline of, of uh, February 15. In other words, they could have another uh, close down very quickly here. This Morgan's person, the husband, returned uh, home on the 19th of January, but his supply of costly medication keeps his multiple sclerosis, cirrhosis, excuse me, in a check. A drug covered under her plan will last only until Friday. Uh, Although uh, Medicare pays for some of his medical expenses, not all, evidently. He's going to have to go on uh, Medicaid now. A 27-year-old analyst is paying only half of his uh, January utility bills, fearing that he otherwise might be unable to afford his uh, uh, antidepressant. 35-year-old writer with asthma and a history of uh, pneumonia canceled her uh, gym membership. I mean, these just these stories going on, 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 on. Anyway, this uh, McClure is a uh, graduate of Howard University, into the work force himself as a government contractor. He decided in his 30s to start a business, a goal since house, uh, since high school, and Unispec uh, evidently was the word he came up with over 15 years. McClure. Uh, Banked on the promise that the government would always uh, pay up. Well, yeah, um, they pay up, but it, it does take time to do it. I remember in the early days of Cranston, uh, we applied uh, for quite a few government contracts. And we didn't get the government contracts, but we did get money for applying. Anyway, one t uh, for a time, a one uh, contract with the Federal Aviation uh, Service for 125 office work. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.